Buenos dias, schoolboy nation. <gasps> this episode, ay, ay, ay. we will be doing something very especial. Oh! Something that has never been done before, anywhere, ever. Dios mio, tell me what is it? We will be doing our first ever live commentary. I don't know what Spanish for commentary is. Commentary <laughs> of a Cinco de Cool Boys surprise. Okay. <laughs> no, we're not, senor. I didn't agree to this. <laughs> it needed to be more handsome. Cool Boys everywhere. Strap in and buckle up. It's time for Mexicans. Uh. Live from Cool Boys Center. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. We'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just the young boys. <gasps> <gasps> so cool. So cool. So cool. Oh, she cool boy. Do you have any idea what we're doing here? Because I, I, I think I figured you would have already figured it out by now. Okay, so I figured out that obviously it's surprise heavy. Okay. And I kind of have an idea of what our surprises are usually. So I I don't know what this is, but I'm assuming it has a Cinco de Mayo spin to it. Wrong. The Cinco de Mayo thing is just because it's Cinco de Mayo. Uh, that's, oh. that's the only connection to that. But there is another another more important holiday happening today that I alerted you to before this. Far more important, like I was saying earlier, far more important than... Mexico getting its independence from Spain, which is what I think Cinco de Mayo is about. Although I know also the uh, Texas-Mexico uh, War that resulted in Texas independence also ended on May 5th. So I was like, well, fuck you, the, the, the Mexicans. <laughs> uh, but I, I assume it celebrates uh, okay. Mexican independence. But what is the more important holiday we're celebrating? Cinco de Mayo? It is the 37th anniversary of What? May the 4th. The birth of Jedi's Henry Cavill. It's not an S. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. I don't know why I was so stupid right there. We talked about this moments ago. Happy birthday, Henry Cavill. <laughs> it's not even 37 years ago <laughs> that Star Wars started. It was a lot longer. The Cool, boy, <laughs> the cool Boys podcast is two at 1.3 straight men who would all probably mm -hmm. fuck you. All of us. Every last one of us. Felk, you're right. Mota. Mota, senor. Yeah, well. Yo, te yo tengo mi mota, por favor. Well, I also have uh, a special Cinco de Mayo. This is themed, obviously, Cinco de Mayo, not Henry Cavill. Unless Henry Cavill oh, also has extra lime. Bud Light Chalada. I love it. I've been drinking uh, margaritas I got at the restaurant today. And uh, they have jalapenos in them. Uh, they're quite spicy. Picante. Caliente. Cinco de greetings, cool boy nation, and welcome to this very especial Latinx installment of the Cool Boys podcast, where we'll Damn be right. bending over, spreading it wide, and getting in the Mexican spirit as El Poppy. <gasps> uh, I've been called Poppy before, Ballard. Uh, Felk. Yes? Yeah. We'll be gifting the Cool Boys and Cool Boy Nation a Cinco de Mayo miracle. And then we discuss all the Mexican L boners we have given us. <laughs> what? Viva Mexico, por favor. 
is what I always <laughs> like to say. I'm El Poppy Folk. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah, and I'm Burrito Ballard. Mui Frio. <laughs> Mui Frio, indeed, Felk. <laughs> is that very cool? Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> well, cool boys. You know what they say? I don't think we can get any more naughty or nice than that, is what I always oh, like shit, to say. Not to update this. I should say Latin Tina or Latino than that, maybe. <laughs> I don't think we can get any more Latino or Latina. That was pretty good on the fly. Then that is what I like to say. Time to move on to our cool boy show topic. Report preliminary findings. Not worried about her. Cool boy nation, pop your cocks and drop your tops. It might be interesting and important for you to know. It's time for our cool boy show topic. Hey, I didn't like that. Spoilers. So cool. <laughs> you know, I envisioned this episode was just called Spoiler Cast Extraction, but then there was all this other shit that I decided to bring to it. Yeah, well, you, you you sprung it on me. I did. I did. Ballard, are you ready? <laughs> this movie. Yeah, I am ready. It's okay. First thing spoiled. It's an hour and nineteen minutes and four seconds. Not long enough to be a theatrical film, it seems. Yeah. Right. So uh, I, I'm assuming it's animated, <laughs> direct to video, or it's porno. All right. Cool Boy Nation, be sure to sync up your copy of the Cinco de Cool Boy Surprise, <laughs> whatever that might be, mm -hmm. and Get press it. play now. Let me tell you about this girl. It's a bop. Whoa. Jamie Summers. Jamie Summers. Jeff Stryker. Jeff Stryker. In what? Jeff Stryker does gay porn, Ballard. Is but this Jamie loves Jeff? Jeff loves Jamie. Which oh, really, Jeff loves Jamie. On Wikipedia, it is actually called Jamie Loves Jeff, which led to a little bit of difficulty in finding it, which is uh, why this is not the best quality. But... We got Megan Lee, Nikki Knights, Erica Boyer, and Kim Alexis Ballard. You remember that name? None of them I know. What? I don't know any of those women. Tom Byron, a straight man, as Mort. As Mort. What so is today, this? Is this like a sitcom? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's, it is a 90s sitcom starring Jeff Stryker. Yeah, what is this? No, Ballard, this is uh, Vivid's hottest selling hit from the 90s. J uh, Jeff loves Jamie, or Jamie loves Jeff. I already can't remember. In which Jeff Stryker fucks women. Edited by Michael. We Gray. talked about this in our uh, in our our text thread. So the reason why this is coming up uh, is a because the last episode was very gay porn heavy, and, and while I was listening to it back, I was like, oh yeah, didn't we mention that in the text thread? And Nolan was all like, you guys should totally watch that for the next episode. And we're like, that's not an episode. But I'm like, well, if we're doing a spoiler cast for extraction, uh, maybe uh, that would add some flavor. And Ballard, you always want to watch straight porn. I never let you because I'm, I'm secretly trying to turn you gay so I can fuck you. Uh, uh, so getting there. The, the idea was that this would be a nice uh, Cinco de Mayo, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill's handsome. And you know who else is, else is handsome? Jeff Stryker. Yes. So I thought that that would be a nice little tie-in. It doesn't really tie-in, but, um, you know, I, I, I just wanted to watch some porn while we talk about uh, Chris Hemsworth. Uh, but I have yeah. some, also have some surprises. One is that oh, I just oh, fucking surprises. really fucked up my toe, and it still hurts, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to lose the nail. So we're toe buddies. 
Sorry. Yeah, what the fuck is going on? I hit my toe like twice in a row. You hit your toe now once. Like, yeah, I fucked it up. It's like I've heard other people doing this. What's what? Yeah, a lot of people are stubbing their toes. It's pretty easy. We're all in our houses, not wearing shoes all the time. Oh, yeah. Typically, I, I wear shoes in my apartment all the time because I'm I'm going out. I'm doing shit. I'm going places. I'm, but I, we're all unprotected on the toe level. Yeah, it's true. Oh my god, absolutely. Yeah, that's why I'm getting my toes hung. Hunk, I said hunk is on Jeff Stryker. Jeff Stryker is fixing the sink. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say my toe's caught on, on the gate, but I said my toe's hunk because Jeff Stryker's on camera. Yeah, I uh, felt like you don't have that much more to turn probably to get me in bed. Um, yeah, I know. What, so this is Jeff in straight form. So Cool Boy Nation, I think it was episode 89. We did uh, the Cool Boys live together again is when we actually watched Jeff Stryker for the first time. It was... Felk, myself, uh, cool boy regular Noli, and then it was uh, <laughs> former cool like, boy. <laughs> yeah, former cool boy, and then there was a uh, uh, cool boy aficionado Dorn, cool boy aficionado Steve, and cool boy aficionado uh, Corey. Why wasn't Justin there? I think Nolan was still trying to protect a, a Justin from us. Maybe I don't know how they know each other, but that maybe. Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, they're Jeff. they're strangers. They're stra we're all strangers. We don't know. In, in, none of us know each other. But um, so who are you? Most important. <laughs> yeah, who's this? What's going on? Who am I? Yeah. Who's Jeff Stryker? Definitely. I like this girl. This girl right here is hot. She, uh, not the one the the short hair, but the one in curlers. What about Jamie? She's the curler hair. Yeah, she is hot. Um, but uh, Jeff Stryker, we barely watched Jeff Stryker's Underground. We kind of were just more like laughing at it, and only afterwards realized how amazing. The dialogue it was what we had watched. The, so, the script was great, and and yeah. it was it wasn't a, a, us just giving up. It was one specific cool boy who was very unhappy with the fact that he was being forced to watch gay porn. Yes, absolutely, Steve. Yes. And <laughs> um, anyways, so in in a nutshell, uh, we became huge fans of Jeff Stryker, aka Chuck Payton, um, after having seen that uh, movie not because of watching the movie, just kind of acknowledging the movie afterwards. And I mean, come on, then, of course, we've done other surprises since. But uh, one of the things that was interesting about uh, Jeff Stryker Underground oh, sure. was that it was our first surprise that we sprung on Dorn, Steve, and Corey. And it was also, the I think, the, the best box office ever for a gay it. film. Is that, that correct? Yeah, I don't know if that's been beaten, how but I mean, I, I don't know also how you compare a box office today Jamie, with box office from when, you were, from when you were renting VHS tapes and such. Or um, going to theaters. Yeah, I mean, that might have been right on the cusp of when the theaters started dying off, yes. Really because uh, there's yeah, a lot so. of a lot of men were married to women and sure, couldn't keep their gay porn in the house. So on I the way home from work, they'd stop in at you know Margie's still a bitch. Throbbers Theater. <laughs> Wait, is that Jeff? Looks a lot like some old Oh no, it's not Jeff Stryker. This blonde though looks a lot like kind of like Daryl Hannah, like an ugly Daryl Hannah. Me? Yeah, um, I, I will say Jamie, for I to when you go I'm back to the '80s, or I guess this is the '90s, early '90s. Those and you look at I don't know. porn stars, they're just, they're just so meh in comparison to what we're world. used to today. Uh, in comparison to the post-Adriana Chekic, Megan Ray. And I guess a lot of people credit Sasha Gray as the first one who was, who was like Jamie, pretty enough to really cross over, to but thing? she still did porn. It was more of a, a wave. But the girls in this porn are good looking. What are you looking up? I'll bet you don't. Uh, Jamie Loves Jeff was 1988. This is 1988. Yeah. So this might have also been shown in theaters, although this is like obviously when they started shooting on this was like a shot on VHS, I think. 
Where's that? I can't tell. Always doing sit-ups now. Jeff is. Um, the other thing that was interesting about some of our uh, surprises that we've done is that uh, Felk had us watch uh, Santa with muscles, and then he sprung uh, a Mary Berry Gary Gay Christmas on us. Yeah, a very Mary Berry Gay Christmas. I did. I think. Um, how did I start out? Oh, it was Star Wars uh, Holiday Special. Yeah, and then what happened? It turned out to be Captain Marvel movie that turned out to be Captain Marvel porn all all at once. Um, this is 10 years before Jeff Stryker's Underground. This well, is uh, way really? before that. So maybe he was still yeah. straight then? Well, uh, you just mentioned it. Uh, yeah, that's the big reveal. I watched Captain Marvel today. You got something for me? You did? So I have now seen every MCU movie. And the reason was is because I had to go back to uh, Disney Plus last night to rewatch uh, the best Star Wars movie of all time, uh, The Rise of, Star of Skywalker. <laughs> Nice. Uh, Stars killer. Because it just it. came to May 4th, and that was how I was celebrating, was by rewatching uh, a movie. And, and I've, I'm pretty low on the Disney trilogy screenings. I, I saw Force Awakens twice in theaters, and it was the second time I saw it, when right before it uh, start, started, I was just like, I don't really want to watch this again. And I haven't watched it again since, after it's come out on digital. And I saw The Last Jedi in theaters, and of course, I'll, I'll never really watch that again. Wow, but you watched Captain Marvel, just so we're clear. Yes, but after I completed Rise of Skywalker, even though it's a Star Wars movie, guess what Disney Plus says? Hey, you need to watch this. And it was Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel yet again. And I went to bed and, and and I was just like, there's an MCU movie I still haven't seen. I love the MCU for the most part. And, and yet there's, I, I am incomplete. And I, of course, um, didn't, tr I tried to do everything I could after you, uh, put it on in your three movie in one movie surprise. Uh, I tried yeah. to not watch it because I protest someday I'm going to watch it. I, I think I might have even said something along the lines of someday when the apocalypse happens, I'll watch it. Well, yes, we're in the apocalypse. Uh, we're, we're quarantined. Coronavirus is out there. Now, that's Jeff Stryker, right? That's Jeff Stryker for sure. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's eating the curly hair. Yeah. I have no idea who any of these women are, so I just can't tell you. But I'll have to look them up. I'll, I'll look them up at some not, point. She's while, not attractive. While we get into it. So anyways, you watched Captain Marvel, finally. So okay, so you, you saw maybe about, what, 15 minutes, 20 minutes of Captain Marvel? Without the sound on. The movie. And... Yeah, without sound on, and you kind of avoided it. Like, you tried to cover it up a little bit so you didn't have to watch that section of the screen. Yeah. But um, Enough that I had. So the only thing I had spoiled was that Jude Law was bad. And, and that uh, probably wasn't good for me to know, although it's, it's pretty obvious. It's not like I wouldn't have it's figured that obvious. out. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, OK, that spoiler was standing. What did you think, honestly, of Captain Marvel? Uh, it's not the worst film in the, in the MCU. That probably still is Thor The Dark World. But it's definitely very low on that list. I, I can see why it was it was reviewed pretty middling and they had to. Uh, push hard on the girl power angle. Um, the needle drops felt straight out of Suicide Squad. They were just, it was clearly the movie being like reworked in a way that didn't work at all. Some were better than others, I felt like though. Early on, I just kind of was, was thinking like, if this movie had been cast well, if they had gotten Charlize Theron, uh, would it have been uh, better? And yes, it would have. It was miscast. She's not likable. Even in, in the characters, annoying. Is that like a personal attack or something? Or yeah, but she's not as bad as Brie Larson's not as bad as Captain Marvel in Captain Marvel. 
as she is in Endgame, where she's clearly figuring the character out. Yeah, uh, Endgame is not a good representation of the character. I, I, I might have tolerated the character more in Endgame had I seen this first, where I just like, I'm used to it. But that was my first seeing Brie really act in full scenes. And uh, I, I did not like her. I do not need a 40 year old white dude. I don't hate white dudes. Am I saying that I hate white dudes? No. Jeff Stryker's what? cock is getting sucked by a woman. I and know it's, it's amazing. It's actually it's, it's wonderful. I mean, it's not a hot woman, and she's from like '88, but like she's whatever. pretty hot for '80s porn. I'm saying these girls are pretty good. You got to get out of your mind the 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 modern day where they get fucking models. Like Athena Ferris is so fucking hot, and like so many girls are so fucking hot. I mean, Megan Megan um, sorry Megan Rain is is so fucking hot. Megan Avalon's hot too, but she doesn't actually done porn. And Angela White, man. I've been getting back into VR porn. It's 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 they've finally figured out the cameras. Uh, oh, really? Stuff. Yeah, they, they finally I think I think it's that new GoPro 360 because it, it does a much, much better job of, pro, uh, of like the girls don't look like they're 12 feet tall hovering over you anymore. It, it, it actually gets the perspective right. And also I found sources. Jeff's where you fucking get a woman. Jeff is inside a woman. Hairy pussy because it's the him. 80s. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, dude. All right. Well, that was all. Dude. I had to give. I, I, I put Jeff Stryker on for us, fucking a woman. I told you about my toe uh, and, and watching Captain Marvel. Are, 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 are I played the Ghostbusters game. That was pretty good. But what it definitely Ghostbusters? Is, oh, the one the from one that it's like, It got remastered, but yeah. pitching it as a remaster is, is bullshit. It's, it's, it's just you're playing a PS3 game. Uh, you know yeah. what I've been doing? I've been playing a remastered as well, dude. I've been playing The Last of Us, and I stopped after fall ended and right before winter. And I started playing Left Behind, and so I'm in the middle of Left Behind right now. What's Left Behind? Left Behind is the DLC for Last of Us. Oh, you never played that? I have. No, I played it all before, but I was replaying it in preparation for The Last of Us 2. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one That's come coming out, out. In June. Yeah, but it's eventually coming out. Coming, yeah. I mean, God, I think, I mean, originally they pushed it way into like next year. And then, like, there was a fan backlash that was like, dude, you can't fucking do that. The movie's going to come out in, like, April or whatever, May. Like, you can't push it to, like, next year. And then, so... That's an HBO series now, I think. Is it really? Yeah, it's not a movie. It doesn't need to be. No. Um, See, they're focusing, even for a straight porn, they're focusing a lot on Jeff's body. There's more of Jeff on screen than there is the girl right now. Oh, yeah, it's like that porn channel on... Um, Pornhub, hot guys fuck or something like that. Yeah, I've seen that too because fuck. they have a girl named like Indica Flower who's so fucking. They've hot. got a couple hot chicks. They've in got there, a lot dude. of hot. They, they've got really hot chicks, and yet they're borderline gay porn. It's like, well, yeah, because they're focused me, on the dude only. What? They're only focused on the dude. Yeah, and occasionally there'll be two guys fucking a girl, and they'll like kiss, and I'm just like, nope, <laughs> not in my yeah, porn. Um, oh yeah, so Last of Us. Um, the only thing I really want to say, other than like, I'm just so excited for part two, and I, I just love how the game is so hardcore and it's so cinematic in so many ways, and you can really have fun like playing the game stealth or playing it, you know, kind of like full throttle. Yeah, normally, at normal you can decide how to play it uh, at normal difficulty. I played it at the hardest difficulties, um, where you have to hide and seek, and like you have, I mean, you have to. If you kill anybody itself, and you're most of the time you're not even killing anybody. It, I've said before, there's certain parts that would be impossible, though. There, no, the parts where you have to like survive onslaughts, or you have to. But for the most part, you're you're not killing as many people, and it affects how the plot plays out because the whole thing where David accuses 
uh, Ellie of being, uh, you know, like you've, you've murdered all of my friends uh, plays out way different because you haven't killed that many people. That's the content. That's the contents of the story of Left Behind is what David's referring to. Yes. Well, and probably beforehand, too. Uh, when they're- In the university is what you're OK. So when I first saw Last of Us kind of that scene. I assumed it was the events of the university. Yeah, only, yeah. I think right? it is both of that, though. But yeah, but once you play Left Behind, you realize, oh, she kills a whole bunch of dudes also in, in the mall and everything like that. Um, my wife actually loves watching Is this supposed to be a us. prom going on in Jeff Stryker's movie right now? Because these these people are all clearly in their 30s. That was another thing. Is this, are these teenagers? Well, that was another thing from the 80s porn is that you didn't get girls to do porn until they were in their 30s because... You needed the math and you needed the desperation. Nowadays, porn is mainstream enough that you can get girls when they turn 19. So uh, this is the you, brunette with the shit in her hair earlier, right? Yeah. So like anything from the 80s that that is intended to be teens, they're not actual 19 and 20 year olds. They're like 34. So that's Jamie right there, right? That's Jamie Summers. Is that? On no, screen not right the short haired lady, the, the big blonde, I think, was Jamie. Oh, Summers. yeah, I think, yeah, that is Jamie Summers. I don't know who this guy is. We've only seen Jeff fuck once, but I hope we see him more. Yeah, we see this guy like almost kind of fuck, but then he did like sit ups instead. It was, I was saying, my, my wife really likes Last of Us and actually is willing to watch that game. And my kids don't mind watching it. And, it, and there's lots of parts of Last of Us where like kids can watch. There's sections obviously they shouldn't. Um, um, my kids being young, but like there are parts where it's like you're just walking around d- debris and like broken down hotels and yeah. like Pittsburgh or whatever, and like that's the shit that like I think my kids actually like at least my daughter especially really dug. She likes Ellie. Yeah. Do you av- do you avoid them hearing the word fuck? Because Ellie says fuck a lot in that game, obviously, and she's young, so it's impressionable. Their father says fuck a lot. Oh well. <laughs> Language ain't man. Back in the day, you get in so much trouble if you said like bull feathers. In, in 1984 or whatever now it's just like fuck this fuck that who cares oh my god if you called me a lily picker back in the 1800s yeah. i'd be so mad at you or a uh, uh, a lion two-faced pony soldier yeah <laughs> <laughs> whatever dog it was soldier. Lion dog face pony soldier. <laughs> all right <laughs> so this episode <laughs> we will be discussing extraction <laughs> So we will forgo our cool boy updates and get right into Extraction and all the fabulous spoilers it gave us. It's time for spoilers. So juicy. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, you saw Extraction. You look so young and fit. Jeff Stryker. Why do I bother? Why do I bother? He asked me to continue with extraction. Immediately as I start talking about extraction, you, you just want to talk about Jeff and his amazing fit body. It is very fit, and he's wearing a very tight wife beater, by the way. And, and a, a really it seems deep to be cut. A, a dress casual event. He's wearing a, a, just a wife beater. Wait, it's not a dress casual. It's a formal event almost, and he's wearing a yeah. wife beater. Yeah. But is he 18 in this? Like, how old is he supposed to be? Jeff Stryker was 30, like three years old for about 25 years. Dude, I really badly want to get Chuck Payton on this podcast before episode 200. I really do. I think it would be amazing to talk to him. He might not want to be called Chuck Payton. That's that's dead naming. 
Is that what's that called? My name is Jeff Stryker. <laughs> and I'm not outing him or anything like that as Chuck Payton. I mean, you can find him online as Chuck Payton anywhere. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not hidden. That also might not be his real name. <laughs> Chuck Payton. Yeah, that's a great name. It's a fucking awesome name. Chuck Payton. Jeff Stryker's better. All right, spoilers Stryker, from here on Stryker, out for Stryker. extraction. <laughs> Stryker. Yeah, for Ooh. Tyler Rake, another amazing porn star name. I think to steal Justin or Noli's joke? I don't uh, know. No, that was me. Oh, that was your joke. Tyler Rake joke. is a game. I, I specifically said if Tyler Rake is, is a, a, a real name, then Jeff Stryker is a real name. Like, I love it. it. It's, a, it's a gay porn star name. Dude, how old is Jeff Stryker here? I'm looking up his age. He looks really young. He does. Like, I'm going to guess 24. I have boyish qualities myself. I'm going to guess he's 24 but years old. You're guessing he's 24 and 88? Yeah. He was born in 62, Felk. So he would actually be 26. 26 yeah. Not bad. Not yeah. bad at all. No, like, I know my Jeff. <laughs> but, dude, he does not look 26. 26 has a little bit more leatheriness to the face and a little bit more wrinkle around Depends the eye. Depends on the leather. Dude, it's smooth. He's pure. Depends on the leather. He's uh, he's fresh. Is that Harry Dean Stanton? Like, yes, that's, Harry, that's actor Harry Dean Stanton. <laughs> Is it? It looks like him. Is he in a porno? <laughs> no. It's just some guy. Is John Cena in this? He could be. He could be. So, Ballard, what did you think about Extraction? <laughs> Well, first, let's get into our boys. Uh, I think the most important thing that Cool Boy Nation always wants is give us the fucking rating. Yeah. Okay? Don't just fucking pussyfoot it and pretend that numbers don't matter. Give us the rating so fucking Rotten Tomatoes can score it. Okay? We're not in Rotten Tomatoes. We should be. But, but, um, why the fuck we're not? We should be featured. You okay? You can be on <laughs> every single one of our quotes. Actually, every single one of our pull quotes is just this movie is so fuckable. The cool boys. Yeah, this movie. Yeah, Henry Cavill is fuckable in The Witcher. Um, you actually could be on Rotten Tomatoes because you have something that's called uh, you know, um, uh, uh, a character that you actually you know believe in and a, a, a quality like virtues of like you know holding to values and actual ratings and numbers for me it's a five five out of five it's you know, like it's a, is five yeah, out of five boys for you yeah but like you know i mean like for me ratings don't mean as much as they do to a lot of other people for some people my flimsiness in ratings pisses them off i'm sure yeah. they're like oh yeah pick a fucking number you know or, or or why don't you remember your rating Oh, whatever. Anyways, give, let's get into the actual extraction rating. So, yeah, five out of five boys. I loved it. I fucking loved it. <laughs> I gave it two and a half boys out of five boys. I thought That's it was close enough. I thought it was more of a uh, stunt demo reel than, than, a, than a fucking movie. I didn't care about the movie in the movie. I just it was just like, look <gasps> at all this shit we can do with our camera. Waters. Chris Simsworth's kicking people. It's like, How cool, you're you. a good stunt coordinator, but why do I care about this fucking character? I don't. Why do I care you about this You don't care Indian about Avi? What? You didn't care about Avi making it safely out, out of like out of Bangladesh and getting back to India so he could be with his family? No, he's still got to live in India, which is awful. Yeah, but he's swimming. This whole movie is don't go to India. It's crime. He's swimming. He's swimming in pools now with Chris Hemsworth. Spoiler alert, I guess. Or I hope people realize we're spoiling this. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth at the end. Is, well, they're at a fucking is, like kids' playground. 
Are they gonna fuck there? That's a sex crime. Probably not. They'll probably fuck later. No, it, they're just shooting out in public right now. That's all. I think this park is actually by a target. Maybe the target wasn't there. There are um, people on like Pornhub that go and like film themselves privately fucking or like masturbating at playgrounds. I've seen a few of those and it is weird. I don't understand. Like, what is the. I think I, I know where this I, park I, I, is. Yeah. There's a fetish for everything, but it's just that's a weird one. Like the idea of people fucking on top of a slide or jacking off or finger banging on top of a slide. I haven't seen that in any modern film. I haven't seen that in any modern like post digital porn. It, it was it was like parks were common in like 90s porn, but the laws changed. And I think, they oh, realized, dude. oh, yeah, she's showing she's showing her asshole now. I have definitely seen it in in porno for sure, like Recent. on porno, modern pornos. Yeah, this sure. this is like, this is the fucking this is the Burbank part on, on all of. Is this really? I think so. I mean, every single park in LA looks so similar. It's difficult, but the the, the that arching is that uh, center that's by it. That's in the well, background. this is it like thirty two years ago. So exactly, I mean, how different does it look? Well, not th like this was eighty eight. You said. This is like 20 years before I encountered this park. Ooh. A little less. They're really spending time on? in this They're park. Just... Yeah. She's, she's, she's throwing uh, a ball. Oh, she's not. She's throwing a ball. She's throwing an imaginary ball. And Jeff Stryker. Does he have imaginary bat? Tell me this is, is all is, pantomime. He, did the, <laughs> he missed that fucking swing. <laughs> that was he a did. Well, he waited until the camera panned. Yeah. Now she's chasing him as he runs the bases. I love Jeff. Jeff has the best fashion. It is a white wife beater, super tight, deep cut, tight acid wash blue jeans, and then boots. It's amazing. Is it still a wife beater when it's worn by a gay man? That is the straightest outfit I've ever seen. Yeah, I know. Whoa, hard cut. Very hard. We're cut. back to the prom. And Jeff coming back to it with the girl in the hat. Which I guess is Jamie. So is Jamie going to love Jeff here or is Jeff going to love Jamie? Oh, no, it's a different scene. This is very confusingly done. Yeah, I believe this is the titular Jamie loving Jeff scene. They're going to blow their load this early in the movie. Wow, that is a fucking decoration. That clown, <laughs> that upside down clown. Yeah. Yeah, Who that's super that? old school. That's like from like the 30s. Dude. That's from the that's 70s. From, that's super old. That's from the 70s. No way. That's like creepy old school no it's like when they thought shit like that was awesome no 70s were big clowns were big in the 70s yeah. they were in that's why like it like with james bond wait, wait, it was every time you reinvent james thought. bond right like like golden eye 90s what's cool in the 90s bungee jumping what's cool in 2003 uh fucking windsurfing what's what's cool in 2005 for christina royale parkour what's cool in 1974 uh fucking clown so let's have james bond dress as a fucking clown in this movie an octopus yeah yeah it's, in germany he was a that, german clown that has a very 70s feel to it no. see yeah this movie doesn't have the deep Deep, deep, you know, siloquies that Jeff had in Jeff Stryker's Underground. Because that was directed, written by, and starring Jeff Stryker. This has someone else's artistic, you know, strokes all over it. Yeah, it's well, because also Jeff's fucking women. And he probably doesn't really like fucking women that much. Although Dude, he claims to be universally you, sexual. Men, men, straight men, gay men, all men. They all just wanted to watch Jeff Stryker fuck between 1988 and 1998. He does kiss a woman weird like he doesn't know what to do 
All right, real quick. Better kisser, Tom Cruise or Jeff Stryker? Uh, Jeff Stryker. Tom Cruise won't even kiss men like he's supposed to. He will. He will. He just got to ask that. Hey, by the way, Cool Way Nation, this news just dropped for us. Tom Cruise is going to be in a space movie with the help of Elon Musk and SpaceX. They're saying it's not a Mission Impossible movie. They're in early stages of planning. I say it's absolutely for a Mission Impossible movie. No fucking question. Yeah, I would. No, uh, I, I don't think he does stunts just for fun. He does them for Mission Impossible. And on top of that, Cool Boy Nation, if you go back and you check out Top Buns or any one of our other Tom Cruise episodes, we called Tom Cruise in space for Mission Impossible like two, three years ago. Yeah. Uh, also, while we're on the subject of Elon Musk real fast, uh, congratulations to Elon Musk. Today he had a baby. And, and apparently it is named XAEA12. That's the name of the baby. What? You know that? XEE112? What was it? Uh, uh, XAAE, that A combined with an E letter that's uh, in okay. Australia. Uh, 12. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, A slash 12, dash 12. That's the name of the baby. What? Yes. That's a name? That's the name of a human. I think Elon Musk has gone insane uh, because. Uh, oh, James getting naked. He, he's been weird lately. He, he's selling all his houses and is deciding he's not going to own a house anymore. Uh, he's been very much on the let's end the quarantine thing. And so I've been happy about that because everyone considers him really smart. That's because he knows about the asteroid that's coming that's going to wipe us all out. And the reason we're all being sheltered in place is so that we can all just be in control when the asteroid hits. We're all kind of already managed. They don't have to let us all freak out, you know, it, it, but at some point. But we're opening up. Like <laughs> everything's, all, everything's going back to normal, like right now. Well, that's the problem They because it's getting that close. The asteroid is that close. They're like, OK, now it's time to let everybody out. They're not going to know. And once all of the, you know, public telescopes can see it finally coming, then they'll have to announce it right now. Only government telescopes can see it. Right. That's how Armageddon happens. Is this Bach playing right now? <laughs> Jeff's not hard. Uh, He's trying to Bach get hard. Is I think uh, public domain. So yeah, maybe. probably. I mean, um, you don't actually think there are an asteroids coming, though. Obviously, if you really believe that, uh, you'd be grabbing your family. Well, and there food is. There actually water. is, but it, I don't think it's coming to Earth. It, it, there is a big asteroid that's going to get really Hide, close to Earth. Hiding in the tunnels, as Deep Impact instructed us to do. There's tunnels under uh, mountains, I think, that uh, will protect us. Yeah, where do you think Tom Hanks and, and 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 Serena Williams were all broadcasting their goodbyes to the world from? From their, their rooms in their hotels and estates? No, no, no. From their quote-unquote rooms in the tunnels that are made to look like their hotels and estates. And they're and they're prepared for the asteroid or the COVID? Oh yeah, because they're they're down in the tunnels with their fake UV light that makes it look like there's a sun outside, but they're like. How many miles below the Earth right now? I mean, the fucking there's a reason aliens are swinging by like crazy right now. They're fucking trying to get all the, all the fossil fuels they can possibly get, get all the energy they can extract from Earth before Earth has been destroyed. Man, we're about to fucking get wiped out, dude. It's gonna be a really fucked up wake up call when we all realize it. Well, we not realize. Have you it seen the movie the, Greenland? Until the ass ask what <laughs> Greenland. 
Have you seen the, the trailer for the movie Greenland coming out? No. Are movies Dude, coming out again? <laughs> yeah, the movie Greenland is going to be coming out, and it is about Gerard Butler saving himself and his family from an asteroid, trying to get to one of those underground city tunnel things or whatever, and that's just to throw you off the scent, man. Uh we're fucked, dude. Uh, I cannot wait. Jeff's we, uh, fucking two women? Uh, that's the other he's guy. That's Tom Byron. Enough. That's Tom Byron. Oh, he's not hard enough either. No one's hard enough in these movies. That's because they didn't have Viagra yet. Viagra wasn't invented until like 96. So fluffers were everything then. I mean, fluffers, but also just a lot of cuts. A lot of like getting it, getting it good because... Uh, there's hard and then there's cinematic hard. You know, hard enough is like when you're fucking pretty drunk and the girl's pretty fat and you just got to power through it and, and get it hard enough to get it in. And then, you know, you're, you're fine. You can fuck with the uh, almost limp dick if, if, you, if you have to. Uh, but the <laughs> cinematic hard is when it pops out, it's got to stay hard. It never stays hard. When you pull out with a fat girl at four in the morning after you've had like six Jack and, and Cokes. Uh, yeah. You're just you're just fucking it to get another notch. How fat? I mean, you've met <laughs> some of the fatter girls I've been with. They're not that fat. I know, but I've been with fatter than that too. In college, I fucked Slimer. Oh, really? And uh, she was a sorority girl, and I was a fraternity boy. I ain't afraid. And no she was essentially a a Mount Everest for people to try to climb and for people to try to mount their flag at the top. And not many people could actually get to the top of Slimer. But yours truly, I got to Slimer. And I got to the very tippity top of that one. And then I ran around the fraternity house high-fiving everyone. Uh, everyone remembers that song, but you know what song is actually a really good song from Ghostbusters? That is the uh, what? I believe it's magic. Magic. I, I love that one. Yes, magic. I believe it's magic. That's a that's a great magic. That's a great yeah, that's beat. when the ghosts are coming out. It's awesome. I yeah. actually like the um, uh, saving the day. Yeah, I know. Saving the day. Theme song yeah, that, that, uh, that was it. Well, I guess we're gonna we're just have to have take to control. Make it nah, 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 that's from, nah, 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 like, I forget what exactly it is, but that's Bobby Brown. That's Bobby Brown, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, that, that one's the credits. That's the the, the, uh, the credits theme song, yeah. Yeah, because Bobby Brown's in two? I think he's in two. That's a cameo. He's like asteroid for his nephew. Is that what it is? Or was he... At the mayor, like at the house, I got whatever. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. I love Ghostbusters. Super, super good. Super amazing. And I can't wait for them to make it again and again and again. What did you like hey, so about you Tyler Rake, Ballard? <laughs> wait, no, no, no. You were you were talking about Ghostbusters earlier, but you played the game, and I think I cut you off to talk about Last of Us. What do you think of the game? Well, it, it, it's fine. I mean, it, it, you can't go back to it. Um, I thought the remaster was a true remaster because Last of Us remaster, it looks as good as a brand new PS4 game. Yeah, but it's got a lot of polygons missing at times. But. Yeah, but uh, this this feels like it looked bad for a 2006 game. And I think it came out in 2008. Uh, and it's it's all of its glitches and awkward cutscenes that are rendered. Like, it doesn't quite 
it doesn't hold up. But uh, it was cool to hear Hale Ramis uh, doing new stuff because it's all the the main voices. Uh, they got him back. Uh, Bill Murray obviously did not give a fuck, but. Uh, but is he back? He's back. It's all, it's it's the four main ones. They couldn't get. Um, Winston. No, they got Winston back. They couldn't get Janine back. Uh, Annie Potts. Uh, so it's it's like a sound alike, and they don't have her likeness. And it's confusing. Oh really? And they didn't get Sigourney Weaver back either. So it's like, do they need her? Is there a Dana character? No, they just ignore Dana, uh, and, okay. and and don't don't deal with that. I mean, it's a, it's an interesting uh, you know plot, um, uh, and the idea of like the Ghostbusters going into the ghost dimension and going into hell would have been the third movie. So. It is the so closest wait, is thing it to the third, third movie? movie. It is the third It is the closest thing to the third movie, yeah. Huh. Is it based on the script that uh Aykroyd and Ramis kind of put together? It's it's a Harold it says at the very beginning like written by Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd like big letters. Oh, so it is their script package. They were pretty p- proud of it. Yeah, but it doesn't it, some of it like feels up to Ghostbusters quality. Other parts just it, you can't really view it in a modern game. You have to take it back to back in the days when like, I mean, people forget. You think back to, like, GTA uh, 4, and you think Nico was this, like, cinematic character. But he didn't have fingers. His hands were mittens. You know, that, that it was just flesh mittens. That's how low the polygons were. And you just have to accept that that's how bad it is. Yeah, but Nico was badass. Um, So, wait. Uh, I love this country. Was Rick Moranis in it? No, because he's retired or whatever. Yeah, he retired. You know, I heard he retired because his, like, wife died or some shit like that. And it was like broke his heart and he just couldn't do it anymore. No, it's the four main guys. Bill Murray's brother, who is the mayor, and uh, William Atherton comes back. I'm, I'm looking at Brick Moranis because I want to get that right. Why is he dead? No, no, no. I just don't want to say like his wife died. If his wife didn't really die. I think his wife did die. I think that was why he, he moved to like New Mexico or some shit and, and just gave up on acting. Yeah, it just ended it all. He's got enough money to never work again, probably. That Honey, I Shrunk the Kids TV show probably got him enough royalty checks. That wasn't uh, even him. It was the, uh, it was, oh my God, it was the other guy that looks like him that was all over the 90s. It was funny because they did that also with Harry and the Hendersons where it wasn't John Lithgow. It was the other guy that was like white hair. He's um he's the senator in X-Men. Uh, fuck, I don't remember his name for uh, Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, yeah. He's a senator from X-Men. The Back to the, the Future um, show had Christopher Lloyd in live action. He, he would like introduce the, the show, but then in the animated, animated show, he yeah. wasn't the voice of Doc Brown. It was a sound alike. It was really weird. Like, he couldn't be bothered to do the VO work. It was so weird in the 90s, the way they did shit like that based around TV or uh, TV based around movies. Like, even, like, the uh, young or uh, James Vaughn Jr., Things like that, like just weird shit where they like try to like make movies from a child's perspective on Saturday morning cartoons. The kids today would not like stand for. No, there was a fucking fucking, carbon sandy. We're in the world's carbon San Diego, like action animated show. And it's like a a shitty fucking educational game had a TV show based around it, like three TV shows. There was a there was a fucking uh, game show, too. Uh, There was also a Netflix show. Oh, yeah, they brought it back, didn't they? Yeah, I'm guessing she's a lesbian yeah. now because that's how you fucking have to do it these days. You have to fucking... Dude, if you're a woman, you're only a strong, powerful woman character if A, you're sexy and actually have strength, or B, you're either gay or bi. Who's who's uh, the Captain Marvel from the porn star? Was it Kenzie something? Kenzie... Kenzie Taylor. Kenzie Taylor. 
Uh, oh my god! Yeah, I just fucking just love her. Looking at Br- Brie Larson, like Brie Larson is not an attractive. She's she's like a seven. She's like a city I seven. I love Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. I think she's super hot. She's like a she's like an LA seven at best. Okay, but an LA seven. Forty elbows. Like Ten in a lot of places. What? It's it's a it's, you say it's forty dollars? Is that what you said? No, I said pointy elbows. <laughs> Oh, pointy elbow. I think you said $40. It's $40. And LA7 anywhere else is like a 10 almost, though. And by the way, Brie Larson. $40 is about the price of a lap dance, and I can get a lap dance from a hotter girl than Brie Larson. Not anymore. In LA. Well, not right now, because all these, La- they're all closed. Lap dances are gone forever. Um, Brie Larson is incredibly Don't hot. Don't even Captain fucking Marvel. joke about that. Don't you think I'm scared that's going to happen? That that Because, uh, like, if you look at the fucking phases, strip clubs aren't even on the fucking phases. Everyone's just kind of assuming they're on with bars, that they count as Dude, bars. But I don't know if they'll ever be allowed to reopen. Don't you worry about that. Strip clubs aren't going anywhere. If Corn Pop has anything to say with his chain, he will make sure that strip clubs exist to this day, okay? I learned about roaches. <laughs> Corn Pop. Uh, I love Joe Biden. Do you have more that. to say about extraction? I was just giving the ex- this. This is a free time for you to talk about extraction. Wait, but- wait, wait! No, 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 no! No extraction talk for a second. Hang on. Let's go back to Captain Marvel. So, what is your score for Captain Marvel? What are your boys? Two, two out of five. Two? Yeah. So, dude, come on! Give it up for that movie. That is a lot higher than I'm sure you ever thought you were going to give that movie. No, I see. That's that's the thing. I never thought the movie could possibly be terrible because if it was horrible. That's just not what the MCU does. Like they they control enough to always uh, give out a, a, a decent enough product. I mean, Thor: The Dark World is probably also a two in my book, maybe a one and a half. Yeah, I don't know. Thor: Thor The Dark World's pretty bad. It's pretty low. Yeah, but I mean, it and Iron Man two are kind of the worst. This was uh, on that level, and and yeah, this the whole thing where all men are horrible got annoying. There wasn't as much of it as I thought there was going to be. I mean, again, the, the reason why I avoided the movie wasn't because of anything to do with the actual movie. It was to do with what Brie Larson had said in promoting it. And I was just like, I can't promote this. She didn't need you. This, this woman is filled with hate. She has hate in her heart. I do not need a 40-year-old white dude to tell me what didn't work for him about A Wrinkle in Time. It wasn't made for him. It sounds like it, honestly. It does. People like want it. her to use that hate to strike them down and have their spirit go into her <laughs> or whatever no whatever that plan was yes yeah the plan of return of the jedi or no uh red uh right. rise of the skywalkers star wars movie yeah. and even i had it like thinking like what the fuck is the title of this thing the rise of yeah, skywalker that doesn't even make sense he's in one scene <laughs> i just love that i've watched like the force awakens a lot and then i've seen like last jedi like maybe five times total now and now i've seen like rise of skywalker twice and it's just this diminishing returns, even in the way I watch them back. Like, I have saw, like, four, five, and six more times than I could count on my hands and my feet and my body with everyone in the house. There's, you know, not enough people, again, to count even the prequels. How many times I've seen those movies, but not as many as the original trilogy. But then the sequel trilogy is just, like, less and less and less. By the way, once again, the best movie in the entire Disney release so far for me and has the most rewatchability is Solo. Yep, Solo by far. I don't know why it is. But because it is the hero's a white man, Ballard. That's why. That's what it is. Oh, that's right. And the and the woman is a cis straight female, so that makes it work. Who's heterosexual. Right, and she's not strong or a lesbian, right? So, I mean, she's, she's not a good character or she's the awesome character. It all depends on, I guess, your perspective. Me, I don't have an opinion either way. I just like Solo. I really like Solo. Jamie's fucking... Um, Jeff's fucking Jamie right I, now. Pretty good. I do... I do... 
think though that like hey, here's a question then to ask you, Phil. Captain Marvel or Doctor Strange? Like what which honestly did you find Oh Doctor Strange. Opinion? Vastly was really? a better film. Oh god, yes. I was entertained. I saw Doctor Strange in theaters, I was entertained the entire time. Captain Marvel, I was just like, all right, just getting the information into my brain, so I now have the complete picture. I didn't like the, all the stuff with, uh, it was confusing, like, as far as we know, the Tesseract, you know, it was at the bottom of the ocean, then Howard Stark found it, and then it was in, that was in like 1940, whatever, and then it was right. in S.H.I.E.L.D. possession, and they were doing experiments on it, up to Avengers. But apparently it was missing for a long time because the Air Force had it, and they put it in space, but actually, that was a Cree, played by Annette Benning, and then a cat ate it and then vomited it up on the Fury's desk, and then it was back in Shield's procession. Well, how did it ever get lost from them in the first place? They already had it. Why? 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 Why did they not know where it was? Because they gave it away to you know Doctor Lawson for Project Pegasus that was under Shield's purview. Yeah, and I guess that was before Nick Fury started, but. Obviously, yeah, Howard well, Stark before and, Nick Fury was running things, right? And Peggy Carter were running it for a while. Yeah, she was kind of running it right, uh, right around then too. But when she was running it, um, as far as we know, the Tesseract was in Shields, you know, jurisdiction. By the way, just want to point out, Jeff Stryker is coming really fast with women. Yeah, he's probably thinking about men, or maybe he's attracted to women. They're going back to the dance. <gasps> what is that painting? I love that painting. It was like God or something. That was amazing. <laughs> we might not ever see it again. Although they um, probably will use that set. So let's get into extraction. You called it off right away as something that more of a stunt reel. Um, I think you pretty much called Michael Bay's Underground Six Six Underground, whatever it's called, as, uh, you know, Michael Bay demo reel. It felt like Michael Bay testing out shit. Is that what you just kind of think of all these Netflix shows, or just like these demo reels? I feel like. Okay, I haven't seen uh, The Irishman yet uh, because it's four fucking hours long. But I feel like so far all the big director uh, Netflix movies, which I mean, what what is that? Extraction and Six Underground and what else? Who? What other big other than Scorsese? Oh, my God. Well, Alfonso Cuaron did Roma. Oh, um, Roma? Yeah, see, exactly. Roma would never have gotten made uh, it, it, theatrically, I don't think, but I mean, maybe it would because Alfonso has that kind of power. My point is, I think Netflix just gives money to directors and they, they do whatever the fuck they want. And when Michael Bay's like, I'm going to do car chases in Italy and shit with, I guess, the Russo brothers were probably the people because they, they were the producers, right? As well as writers. Definitely producers. I'm not entirely sure if they were uh, writers. And then they let the stunt co the the stunt coordinator. Oh no! I'm sorry. I take that back. Joe Russo did the screenplay, and the story was done by yeah. Andy Parks, Joe Russo, and Anthony Russo. So yeah, they are the writers on it. Yeah, and obviously they had a pretty heavy hand because it's their stunt coordinator who was also Chris Evans' double sometimes, uh, directing it, and he is in the movie as a, as the sniper with the beard because he has one of those ridiculous fucking beards. Uh, yeah, Sam Hargrave. Uh, he was, uh, yeah, he played Gaten in the movie, but he was also the director. It's his first film ever. Yeah, but he he probably directed a lot of the action sequences from the Russo movie. He did. He did a lot of second unit shit, a lot of second unit direction. He did a lot of stunt coordination. He was a, he, he was very involved in post production process. Or sorry, the production process, not post production, uh, the production process. And this was probably his first foray into post production. Really, he probably helped a lot with pre production as a second unit director as well as a stunt coordinator. But this is probably his first, you know, attempt at like an entire 
all three aspects of filmmaking, pre-production and post. But he's working with people he knows and he's doing something he's comfortable. His hands are held, right? This is like Neil Blomkamp being, you know, taken through District 9 with Peter Jackson. When you when you watch District yeah. 9, you want to give the credit to Neil Blomkamp. But then you watch the rest of Neil Blomkamp's movies. Right. So it's Peter Jackson is the real, like, kind of star in, in there, and he's the producer of that film. Yeah. The Russos, I feel like they just didn't have the time to make this movie extraction, so they made someone else they knew. Yeah. Gave it to them to make it. Yes, and this kind of feels like the opening of Civil War. Uh, I I kept thinking about that a lot, how it does a lot of the same camera work, and this is just, can we do it a little further? Can we can we have the oneer be a little bit longer? Yeah, they did a twelve minute oneer. Yeah, so and and can we have the fight scenes a little faster maybe than they were? Um, But I mean, I'm guessing this guy was involved in the famous elevator fight uh, from Winter Soldier. So yeah, it just felt like that. It it was. uh, I don't know. I like when fighting's a little less coordinated and a little less extravagant than it is in this movie. I mean, again, oh, really? look, yeah, watch. Uh, I mean, like, watch Roadhouse. It, it's in fights, uh, and I know you haven't seen Roadhouse, but I, I just want to give you a new fight that you haven't seen that defies mm-hmm. this uh, or defines this kind of what I'm talking about. At the end of uh, the fight at the end of Die Hard, in particular, um, like just brutal, like wide shots you can see everything this movie comes from that jason Bourne thing although it's a little more controlled of like getting the camera in close and having everybody it's almost like a ballet you're watching and every it never feels like fighting fighting's messier than than modern fighting and and it just all i saw was choreography oh really i didn't see a character fighting other characters or care about that character i was i might as well been watching the goddamn ballet see i didn't really feel that way to me it felt a little bit more chaotic and a little bit more brutal it was r-rated uh marvel fights done outside the guess. mcu basically yeah like Mar- marvel rated uh r-rated marvel captain america in a way but um but it is born but it's not born supremacy which is the worst one that everyone comments on it and i don't even think it was as bad as born ultimatum i i thought it was like kind of born identity level where you did have a little bit more vision on what was going on. You were a little bit more clear on the action. You didn't get lost in the movement. Um, it is, it is, it is sporadic. Um, I, I guess if, if anything, if it felt like too smooth or too choreographed, it's just probably because there were so many long takes. And even if the long takes were only like 30 seconds, 15 seconds long at times, that's a long take for an action sequence. And and they had their principal actor, what seemed like in a lot of the scenes. So Chris Hemsworth is probably not as skilled as every stunt coordinator no. and every stunt man and stunt woman. So he probably, you know, didn't look as good when he was doing all these longer takes in the action. And then, of course, they did have that 12 minute long take that is clearly not just one. No, shot. It, it, the, the seams were actually pretty noticeable, too. Every time one happened, I was just like, yes. Yeah, I, I, I see your hand, man. I, I know what you're doing. It was worse than 1917. Yeah. And that in 1917, the, the motion was so fluid, like it, it was, you know, everything was very clearly like a, a controlled rig. When you do a lo- one, like a water with with handheld, you know, the, the, the you can tell the spots in which the camera has to stop and be handed up to a different person. and A different setup happens. The mo- motion's jarring enough so that I feel like that stuff's way more noticeable that when like a jib just moves over through a wall and that wall is tracked so perfectly because it feels like it's one shot or, or 
or you know the the stitch of, of right before Tom uh, Cruise jumps over the the gap, you know, uh, like everything le- like in, in, in Fallout, uh, everything leading up to him actually doing that jump is like six months later, and they just stitched it together, and it's so clean still. You never know that it's mm-hmm. there because it's just like one thin little pole. That's all they they needed. They got everything else perfect. And this one, it was it felt, it felt like it'll just go into like a full frame of the door and then pan out of a ca- of a car door. And it's like, yeah, I know what that yeah. car door was. Or it was digital, like a little too much. Like when they went out the back uh, rear windshield of the car to all of a sudden being like, you know, an exterior shot of the car chase instead yeah. of the interior shots of the car chase. But you went through the windshield or the rear shield. So you're kind of just like, all right, well, obviously that's CGI stitch up right there. Yeah. Like it's too fake all of a sudden where you went David Fincher, but even David Fincher doesn't like go through glass. Usually he kind of goes up to the glass window pane and then turns the camera yeah. he, like in uh, panic room. I don't think he ever goes through any actual inanimate object. He goes through holes in inanimate objects like tea kettles yeah. and their handles, but he never actually goes through glass. glass. Yes. That's when you know it's can't, yeah. it can't, a camera can't possibly do that. And you're, you're kind of broken. I know what you're talking about that. That took me out of the movie yeah. too. I was like, so that glass wasn't there, and then obviously there was a green screen behind them, and now we're just in the shot that was being keyed in the previous shot. I know, I know these tricks, and they felt a little yeah. too when you try to. It's, it's like when a you know a, a magician's like, hey, I'm pulling a rabbit out of a hat, and is this your card? And oh, look behind you! It's like you can't do three tricks at once because I, then I just right. I, I've lost in the illusion. You got to do like. Yeah. You got you got to have me caring about whether or not Chris is going to get stabbed by that knife or whatever, and that never really I never really ha- felt like that because I was just like, all right, well this is cor- this is all so oh, see, choreographed. I, I like that Chris uh, Hemsworth is like six four in real life, and everybody he fights in this movie is like five six. Also, everyone he fights in this movie has like a bandana over their face. It is like 1980s stuntmen all over again. We're like, we can't show their faces because we're reusing the same stuntmen mm. and stuntwomen over and over yeah. and over again. Cover their faces. Cover their faces. Everyone gets a face cover. Everyone has a face cover. Um, the other thing I want to point out is that you're kind of mentioning like, yeah, how we, when we break, you know, the rules of what a camera can do and all that stuff. And, and all these like, you know, fast cuts and or not fast cuts, but all these fast motions. And, and it's all, quote unquote, one take. One of the things that ruins and you lose is that, like, Christopher McQuarrie nails it in Jack Reacher. When Tom Cruise is driving in that chase and they take moments and they let Tom Cruise drive the car and then they take the crane and they push right into the driver and show. I haven't seen Jack Reacher. I need to watch it. Oh, you haven't? It's awesome. There's car chases where, like, cars are whipping around and there's one car whipping around and you're like, oh, my God, there's no way that's Tom Cruise driving that. But then the car pulls up to the camera and the, the, they push the camera right into the driver and it's Tom Cruise is always in that driver's seat. Well, there are moments in Extraction, I am certain Chris Hemsworth is doing the car stunt. And it's probably a really fucking awesome stunt. But because it's tied in with all of these other like shots and in and out of the cars and people getting in and out of the car and out of the car and car crashes and all that stuff, yeah, it just loses its impact that Chris Hemsworth was doing a lot of these stunts. I still liked the movie. I was literally on the edge of my seat watching this movie. I definitely understand your criticism, though. Yeah, I mean, I just it, it was the character was so every fucking action hero character from the 90s. It's like Snake Plissken plus a little Han Solo plus every special forces guy. He's disillusioned. He's disillusioned, but for the exact same reason as several other special forces are. He had a son or daughter. I yeah. can't remember who died, just like Kurt Russell's. Son, I think it's been probably had like three or four times. Definitely in Stargate. It's um. 
he had a son who died like of lymphoma cancer and all that shit right and it was like six and all that and i have a six-year-old so for me it was kind of like oh six and i'm sure chris hemsworth in real life has like kids at, like about probably around that age um i know he has a bunch of kids with that really hot woman he's married to oh what's her name she yeah i would assume that chris hemsworth's wife is attractive oh my god have you do you know who i'm talking about? no i don't i'm gonna look her up she's gorgeous uh elsa pataki she's from the fast and furious films she's older than him but it doesn't fucking matter like she she's just so so fucking hot it's so awesome she's hot um they have kids i know that must have 43 kids. they have three children well good for them um dude he's been cream pieing in her at least three times yeah i'm guessing uh she's a bit stretched out no, two times. It's a daughter and then twin sons. Ooh. So he only had sex twice. Yeah, but twins just destroy the vagina. I've told my wife, we've always joked about this because we have the potential twins in our in our family if we ever have kids. We've always worried about having twins. And I'm like, twins is an 18-year-old curse. It is a curse that you have for 18 years where you are screwed for 18 years because everything is I double. remember this from our from our, one of our would you rathers was like, would you rather go to prison for the rest of your life or have twins with Pamela yes. Anderson? And I'm like, yes. how is that a fucking hard one? <laughs> it's a hard one. Trust me, because it's Pamela Anderson who you want. But then it's twins and you don't want twins. You're fine. She's got Baywatch residuals. She's got twin titties. Um, I love Pamela and Anderson. vivid residuals so too. <laughs> Pamela Anderson married John Peters so he would pay off her debt, and then she divorced his ass like two weeks later. He's in the closet still. It's weird. I love her. He's not in the closet. He's a he's straight as they come. Barbara Streisand's former hairdresser is not straight. I do not buy that. Yes, he is. He's so straight. He's putting it away to Pam Anderson. You know he's super straight. I don't think a single human being has as weird a fucking sexual marriage history than Pamela Anderson. Tommy Lee, fucking the, that me? poker player whose name I can never remember, uh, who also fucked Pamela Anderson, or, or, or Paris Hilton, I mean. Uh, Did you like Saju? Did you like the character of Saju in uh, Extraction? She was she was dating... Uh, no, no, not she. Saju was the guy. Uh, the whistleblower guy. WikiLeaks, Julian oh, Assange. Oh, Julian Assange. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? Saju. Saju. Who the fuck is Saju? <laughs> he was the other Chris Hemsworth. He was the Indian Chris Hemsworth that was like probably super hot in India, but we don't know that. Yeah, he's probably an Indian star. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought that was a he was a bad villain uh, because he wasn't a villain. His whole, he, was, he was he was yeah. His whole thing is guy. he wanted to he he wanted to get the kid safe too, but just. Couldn't yes. afford to pay Chris Hemsworth, so he was doing it himself. Correct. But it really seemed yes. like uh, he was spending a lot of money <laughs> on uh, circumventing Chris Hemsworth. And also, like, why, why bother? Like, if he's such a badass that he thinks he can defeat Chris Hemsworth to get the kid, why not just fucking get the kid in the first place? Because he, he didn't... Um Saju was able to keep his name out of it. So that way, you know, uh, what was it? The, uh, the, the, the crime lord... Um, uh, fucking Amir Asif, uh, the Bangladeshi crime lord, the drug lord. He he didn't want him to know. Saju didn't want Amir to know about him. So he let Tyler Rake be the name that Amir would look for and hunt for. And that was why at the end, Tyler Rake kills himself, quote unquote, falls into the water and dies. Yeah. Um, because he has to get rid of his name in order to save Avi and to save himself yeah. because... 
Amir will always be looking for and the fact that he had just told the story uh, in which he talked about metaphorically falling into a river and having to swim. Uh, yeah. Coincidence. <laughs> <gasps> you didn't see that coming. Just lucky. You didn't see that coming at the end of the second act when Avi was talking to Tyler about how, you know, we don't we don't drown from falling in the river. We drown from staying in the water. Uh, yeah. yeah. And the, that theme, because it starts with, you know, when he's in Australia and just having, Which was a great having shot. Be beers with his friends. He's like, I'm going to jump in this water and then meditate at the bottom awesome. of it. It's just like nobody does that. I do that. I would do that in a heartbeat. I would fall, whatever that was, 550 feet straight to the water. You do that in a fucking right to the pool bottom. in Daly City or something. But you, it looked like Baywatch. It was so bad. It looked exactly like jump Baywatch, off a like underwater sequences. 150 uh, feet into into water. Giant pebbles that you only find in a koi pond behind him. Like not at all like what a real like you know cliffside would look like underwater submerged. No, it was, it was it, yeah, no, it was, it was not definitely not. Jagged, like the the floor is completely safe to land on. It's like it would be jagged rocks. Yes, Dude, there's a lesbian scene you, going on by right, right as now. As soon as I saw that underwater sequence, I gave this movie the five out of five boys because it reminded me exactly of Baywatch. Um, did you like the kid Avi? I thought he was okay. Yeah. Afraid to step into the light. Uh, no, Avi. Uh, Avi was a little, like a little fucking somebody, sh shit. I didn't care about him at all. <laughs> Don't you worry, it's gonna be alright. Cause I'm always trying. You won't let me out of your side. I, I, I don't know. I, I, there's a lot of obbies in, in, in school I'll in Houston. I'll be ready. There's a fair I'll amount of Indians. Wherever who, uh, you see, oh, don't you see? Are really into I'll SAT prep. I'll be ready. <laughs> Just nerds who study Forever all the time. and always, I'll be right here. Are you watching this lesbian like shit? That. No, no, uh, I'm not watching. I'm seeing Baywatch. Are you, you, you have this on the screen? Finally, we have straight porn yes, on the screen. You're not even peeping on the screen. It's, it's, I'm seeing it's two it. chicks. It is. It, it's Jamie and the, uh, I don't know. The other girl is. Some yeah. other blonde. Who's not very hot. She's one of the less hot girls. No, but Jamie's got a tight bod. No, no, Jamie's good. I'm looking up Jamie later. Um, and watch her fuck straight men. How old is Jamie here? I mean, they're all 34, right? I mean, I guess Jeff Stryker's 26, but... They're probably all in their early 20s, but they look like they're 35 because, man, the 80s. Why did you get perms? The hairs were so bad. The hair was so bad. Yeah, it, just, it doesn't make any sense, right? I mean, like, it for me, I've always said this. It, for The hair frames the face. So if you just have, like, shitty hair, I'm not going to care about the painting. I mean, I wish I did care about the painting, but I can't care about the painting the hair's garbage. Speaking of the worst hair in porn, Eve Lawrence has come back to porn um, as a MILF. Eve Lawrence is back? Eve Lawrence is back. She has had her breast uh, implants reduced. She doesn't have as big a tits. And it looks like her hair is now a little bit better. Whoa. Maybe she's not doing whatever she was doing to it. Whatever or maybe it's maybe it's a maybe it's a wig too. Drugs. It might just be a. Uh, I don't know. Allegedly, I don't know anything. Um. By the way, uh, Jamie Summers in this movie is twenty years old. Wow, she looks thirty-five. Does she not? Yeah, she's twenty. She was born in sixty-eight. She that is fucking twenty years later. Like this is crazy. Her hair is what's doing it, dude. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's her hair. It really fucked that up. I mean, I because her just, body looks hot and twenty. I just re fucking rewatched Cheers, and it's just like. 
every one of those girls, they have these horrible perms. It's just like it doesn't look good on anyone. Why was that the style of the time? What do you mean? Shelly? Uh, no, just all, mean, like, the, all the girls? random bitches that, that, that Sam fucks. Sam's. Sam's women, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, dude, uh, the, the woman in uh, Extraction uh, who played the character Nick Khan, she had the most fucking crazy name. It was like Gold Shifteth Ferrani. I don't even know, or Ferrani or some shit like that. She was hot. I actually thought she was someone else at first. I couldn't put a like a finger this on it. This is the Indian chick you're talking about, right? Yeah, but she was super fucking hot. I thought she was gorgeous, and I like. Oh how shit! I just clicked on extraction. Extraction news today. Extraction two greenlit. Yeah, well, this was like one of the biggest earners for Netflix in the longest time. So, um, well, the, oh, David Ayers Netflix did bright. Work David that way. Ayers. David Ayers did bright. Oh, that's right. That that's another big one. That's another, and one. that's another that's one another. where he was just like, "I'll fuck." I mean, I'll fuck around a little bit more. Yeah, he's gonna do some L.A. gang shit with some fantasy, uh, you know, uh, adjustments. Um, Wait, what's the name of the hot Indian chick? Golshfeet for Ferrarani or something like that. It was the weirdest name because when I first saw it come up in the credits, I was like, "Who the hell is that?" And then, like, by the time the movie ran, I was like, "Okay, who was that hot chick?" And I looked at her name. It was like Nick Khan was the uh, character's name. And boom, it's like Golshfeet Ferrarani yep. or something. Goldshift she, F for really that's a real name. <laughs> It's really hot. I mean, it's a hot name, yeah. honestly. Look at this helicopter shot. Oh, my God. This is 36. amazing shot, like Digibeta. Oh, I man. Back in the day. That is that is some stock footage fucking VHS quality. That's not Digibeta. That's Beta SP. It's got to be Beta SP. So, you know, this girl's hot. That's Jamie. Is that her again? She just looks better. Yeah, I think it's Jamie again, yeah. Yeah, uh, Golshifeth Farahani is uh, attractive. She's 36 years old. She is Iranian, yeah. not Indian. I just assumed because the movie is in so India. So when she kills Amir Asif at the end of the film, that's why nude. Tyler Ray comes out of <laughs> nude. I love it. That's why Tyler Ray comes out yeah. of hiding, and that's when he appears to Avi at the pool. She has done a lot of nudity. Has she really? Uh. Share, share screen, share screen. I'm sending them to you. She's got a big old bush. I love it. Oh, my God. Huge areolas. Wait a second. The person you just showed me does not match the person afterwards. The areolas are different. Yeah, that, that first one might not be might not be her. I, I, it does say her, though. I believe the one, the second one is definitely her, though, because those areolas look a little bit more like they match up. Oh! Yeah, that's her. She's she's not the hottest naked chick, is she? She doesn't look that good, honestly. Well, she was really hot in the movie. She's giving me as much gold shift Ferrani as I can. She looks good all dressed up. She does. She doesn't look as good, she doesn't look as good naked. That's the problem. Yeah, the Iranians were onto something, weren't they? Cover them from head to toe, and they're super sexy. There's a lot. Oh, <laughs> your, your precious The Fappening's got quite a bit here. Oh, thefappeningblog.com. Yeah. I love them. All right. Well, that was... That was the, she, yeah, so she's probably my fuck my... Fu who's my fuck me uh, from this movie? No. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Who else would I pick? Fuck me final tidbits. Golshi Ferrani is your fuck me for this movie, not Chris Hemsworth. Yes. <laughs> uh, watching Jeff Stryker with women has made me straight again. It did? Yeah. It worked. It worked. Well. Jeff can do anything. <laughs> government's working with their porn. I knew it. I knew that porn would uh could could manipulate anyone i know that's 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 the thing well yeah she's my fuck me too i think from this movie uh but a close second would be chris hemsworth he he's a really hot looking dude honestly now there's fucking asian 
murder wasps coming. Chris Hemsworth is absolutely the new Patrick Swayze. Chris Ooh, Pratt no, is absolutely no, the new Harrison no, Ford. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Australian, Rock, it could not fucking match the southern charm of a, of a Houstonian. And The Rock is absolutely our new Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's what I'm a little more ag- uh, agreeing with. The difference is, is that The Rock will just do whatever. He'll just do, like, any movie that will pay him. Fuck, yeah, put me in a way. tower, skyscraper. But have me... Be a tooth fairy? Wasn't he a fucking tooth fairy in a movie? Jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. Yeah, that's one movie. Around the world in 80 days. That's a cameo. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm talking about like The Rock has made a lot Batman more and shit. Robin. What is Batman The Rock's Robin. fucking T2? What is The Rock's Predator? What is The Rock's Commando for that? Jumanji, matter? Welcome to the Jungle is definitely one of his things for sure. And that is not say... as good as any of those movies. No, it isn't. But The Rock has the appeal of Arnold. My kids... They look at The Rock. If you just tell them The Rock's in a movie, they're excited. They don't the even Rock's give a fuck what the movie comedy. is. The Rock's too, like, charismatic. It wouldn't work. Him and True Lies wouldn't work because he he's just, he'd be too natural doing, like, Bullshit. comedy with his, like, Jack Black or whoever would no be the modern-day equivalent. The Rock would be amazing in True Lies, and all I have to do is point to Get, uh, get Smart where The Rock actually kind of plays a little bit of a, a Harry Tasker-like feel. No, there's no edge to it. Like, you th- you think that maybe Arnold might just um, might, might just kill uh, Bill Pullman. Or, <laughs> damn it, I did it. I All these years, Bill Paxton. The, Bill I, you Paxton. think he might just kill Bill Paxton because he's got that darkness inherent in his other movies. He kills. The Rock doesn't really kill people in movies. Not in mass. He wouldn't just grab somebody and have them be a bullet shield for him. Not now, but it's a different era. He's because The Rock is being big in this moment of time, while Arnold was big in a much more free time, in a much more you know uh, murder friendly, hedonistic time, murder friendly time. Yeah, yeah hedonistic for sure, though I would say pre Columbine versus post Columbine. Yes, that's really where the 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 idea of like the the visuals changed of somebody with a big fucking gun shooting people. Right. Because Arnold, like, other than T2, where his whole thing is he he can't kill, but he can definitely still shoot uh, civilian or, or police officers, innocent people. In Commando, I mean, there was he blows up like fucking you know drug lords' mansions and shit, right? But like, oh there, yeah, there could be staff in there. Total Recall. I mean, once again, uh, he kills the dude on the fucking escalator, right? Yeah. I mean, like he holds the guy, uh, the the human body shield of a civilian. To save his own life from people shooting at him from above and below an escalator. I mean, we, yeah. we talked about this in one of our um, boner episodes. Where we talked about the uh, squibs. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's no question Arnold is much more brutal and much more violent than The Rock has ever had a chance to be. Yeah, my point is the times have changed. But, yeah, we'll never have a star like Arnold again. We'll never we'll never and we'll never have a star like Patrick Swayze again. Yeah, like, like I love Patrick. Chris Hemsworth does not walk away from the camera with his bare ass just walking out into the moonlight and anywhere in, in this movie or any other movie. You know, he, he shows a fake dick in that fucking um, in the National Lamp. Like, that wasn't National Lamp. It was just called Vacation. The Vacation Reboot. He has to show like a fake dick hanging out of his, uh, wait, inside wait. his pants. I don't remember that. He had a fake dick in that movie. Patrick Swayze showed his real dick. Where did Patrick Swayze show his real dick? Roadhouse? No, not in Roadhouse, but he definitely. I'm sure if I, I all right, well, Google and Pat, Patrick Swayze. I feel like love that dong. We must have dude. done Patrick Swayze at some point. Yeah, it must Patrick be a Swayze is nude. In our in our 
Google Drive with Patrick Swayze's dick on it. Yeah, they showed his dick all the time. Here it is. <laughs> Look. See? What? That's, <laughs> that's, that's so great. Wow, Patrick Swayze it looks so good. I can't find his dick, but I think the closest thing is in Roadhouse, and that's that's the stills of what you see. But I mean, yeah, like, the butt shit. Have you gotten that from Hemsworth? No, because Hemsworth not not like he's not cool like that. Ah, uh, yeah, you know. I, okay, so I, I think I think it is like one of those things where we are in a after 2017, it became a horrible thing to celebrate men of any way of any sort. It became only important to celebrate women, right? And that's just sad because, you know, one of the great things about celebrating men in the 80s was celebrating the body of men. And I wrote a whole paper about it, how, like, we, we utilized the Vietnam War in the what? 80s with action movies to celebrate male bodies. Oh, my God. I wrote this great paper about Vietnam Wars films in the 80s selling male bodies. Hmm. And I just listed them all and how many times you saw male bodies, topless males, you know, and all that stuff. I mean, fucking... Na naked men and topless men have fascinated me for years. I wonder what it is. <laughs> yeah, it could be anything. It could be absolutely it could be anything. anything. It could mean absolutely anything. But um, yeah, I just you know, I I think I think that uh, it's it's we're in a totally different era now where we couldn't even have similar action stars or heroes. <laughs> As Arnold or Bruce or Stallone or Patrick or, you know, you just can't have them. Bruce Age is okay because he was already on the, like, curve of being the everyman. And that got more popular as things moved on. Um, what you don't get is the the. But weird... that's what made him stand out, just so we're clear. Yeah. That's why Bruce in Die Hard is so special is because at that time, that didn't exist. No, correct. You didn't have the everyday man just fucking figuring it all out. And you also didn't have anyone get beaten um, up, like, brutally like, like he does, where he's just so fucked up by the end of every one of those movies. I mean, it, four and five, much less so, but one through three, and especially three, he is brutalized in those movies. And The Rock, when he signs contracts, he one of his stipulations is that he cannot be significantly hurt or punched by any other anyone he fights with more than eight times in the in the movie. That's his oh, actual really? script. Wow. That's his that actual like contract, Smith. I mean, that he can't be hit by the bad guys more than eight times. And like even Arnold would got fucked up by the Predator. Granted, he wasn't fighting a human being there. But I mean he we we've seen every other, you know, even like I said the T the T eight hundred from T two uh gets gets pretty fucked up by its opponent. But the rock you never see him brutalized in any fucking movie. And that's part of his contract. Um, I mean, the closest thing you have is... is um, Skyscraper is pretty bad. Steven Seagal apparently was, was uh, very much on the end that, like, typically in, in a big action sequence towards the, 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 the end where the hero finally fights the villain, the, the villain's supposed to have the upper hand, just like the T-1000 does, just like the Predator does. That's not under siege, though, at all. Under siege, he just kicks the fuck out of Tommy Tommy Lee Jones because yes. Steven Seagal never had that rule, and he very much, like, he's like, no, I, I'm the master. I should just be able to kick this guy's ass at the end. So he would never, he never did that where he would be beaten up by the villain. He yep. would just finally confront the villain and just beat the shit out of him. I loved it. Yeah, Steven Seagal in Under Siege is just him constantly dismantling and handling the entire bad guy army. He just and that's figured the rock. it out. 
And that's he the rock. And that's Chris Hemsworth in this movie too, where he's like, "All right, we're not going to have you fight a no, big guy." No, because there are guys in this movie, dude. He gets like what? Chris Hemsworth gets injured multiple times. Yeah, but he never he never is like getting his ass kicked by someone who's better than him. He's Saju better than everybody. Saju almost kills him. What? What? Saju almost kills him on the street. That's but that's because he already he was in a car accident. Uh, it's it's not like just all physical. Somebody else is a better fighter than he is, and he's like fighting like five guys at a time because it looks cool and because that's what this this uh, Sam Hartgrave got known for was the elevator fight probably. But uh, I mean the part. All right, let's just let's just real fast. One last thing is the fact that Chris Hemsworth beats up a bunch of children in this movie. I love that part, dude. Honestly, I, I thought that was awesome. I was just like, what? What, what is this? This is what, I, I was watching that moment. I'm just going. I'm like, I'm like, oh, is he gonna go full Annie on them at some point? Is he gonna just like start killing any of these kids and like these little younglings? He tries to be non-lethal when he's fighting. Yeah, he was very non-lethal with the younglings. He did not kill any of the younglings like Anakin did. Yeah, but he did like punch them and throw them into shit. Yeah, and I liked that because I was like, you have to take them out in some way. Yeah. You're a parent. You understand. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen City of God. Like, they, they, a child can pull a trigger on a gun. I have not seen City of God, so I won't give this reference. What? I haven't seen City of God, so I won't give this reference. You have never seen City of God? No. I, I, I'm okay. Just, well, just just to point it out, it was all a child can pull a trigger on the gun. That's all I'm saying. Like, you know, it doesn't take much to pull a trigger on the gun. City of God has moments where they deal with children in gangs in the ghettos of or the, the favelas of uh, Rio. And it's some of the most horrifying, disarming shit to see. Jeff came on her ass. Ass come shot. Watch it. It's really good. Yeah, no, I I, I just, there was another movie we mentioned that I, I was like, I need to rewatch. I need to watch that. Oh, oh uh, Jack Reacher. I, I have a lot of movies to still catch up on. I just caught up on Captain Jack Marvel. Jack Reacher is good. Jack Reacher is, by the way, is, is one of those movies I saw. First time I saw it in theaters, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. I just did not get it. I did not like it. Nothing about it. I hated it. I was like, A, why Tom Cruise? Well, I just know that Tom Cruise plays a character who's supposed to be 6'5 in a movie. And like, how? It's not even that because I didn't. I never read the books. For me, it was just like, I didn't care for the character. No. I didn't care no, for and, the, and the yes, portrayal. Like Ian McKellen successfully played a 10 foot tall uh, Gandalf and everything. I know they can do stuff, but it just seemed right. really weird that a man who's famous for being 5'6 is playing this six foot four character and they didn't just rewrite the character. They actually tried to do it through effects. Visual, yeah. Visual. Yeah. They, they have Apple boxes and stuff, but it's good. And when I watched Jack Reacher the second time, Jai Courtney, by the way, stellar in that film. Oh, God, um, that. oh Jai Courtney's like, one of the first to make people Jai Courtney the movie. a thing. Or Jai Courtney, fucking Jai, we trust. Uh, fuck Jai. But, um, it is it is a good movie and it I it took a second watch for me to realize how incredible and it's one of the very few films I've ever seen where I walked out of the film giving it maybe a one out of five boys. First time seeing it, maybe giving it a one out of five boy. And then literally second time watching it, it became like a four out of five boy film. Like it was like that crazy of a difference. Oh, Jai. Jai Courtney. So many. <laughs> he was in his underwear so much. We're at the very end of the uh, the movie. Yeah, we are. Jeff has finished loving Jamie, and now Harry Dean Stanton gets Jamie. It's Tom Byron, who's also a pretty famous porn star. Is he really? He's a straight porn star. But yeah, he's been around for like 20, 30 years. Is Shai Courtney some kind of like male model? Like, he was, yeah, he was on? a Calvin Klein uh, underwear model before uh, he got cast on Spartacus. And isn't Spartacus. he also Australian? Yeah, he's Australian, I believe. 
Maybe he's the new Patrick Swayze. Yes, Jai Courtney is the new Patrick Swayze. We did it! Dun 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 dun. boy nation. Tell us what you thought about extraction. And Cinco to Cool Boy Surprise with Jamie Loves Jeff. By the way, there's no credits for it. No, it just ended. It might not be part of the the, the where I found it. Aw. And Extraction and how many boys out of five you would give it by emailing us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Mm-hmm. New episodes of the Cool Boys Podcast come out every week, but usually on Tuesdays. Be sure to oh. like and subscribe to the Cool Boys and review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, please check out our other great Cool Boys central content with Batman and Beyond on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. That's right. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, Cool Boy Nation. Until next time, it's Bizies from Tyler Felk. <laughs> No, no, no. There actually was something I wrote it later. Oh, I'm still on the extraction one. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, from Jeff Loves Felk. <laughs> but wait, you should actually go up and read this extraction one. I played with that one. I actually read. The, I played with the copy on that a little bit Thank more. Thank you for listening. Stay no, no, Cool Boy Nation, show us your... I'll read it again. Cool Boy Nation, show us your Cinco de Mayo surprise and ratings <gasps> extraction. <laughs> Emailing us your Mexican nudie pics. To yes. the cool boys podcast at gmail.com. New episodes come in your ass every week. Didn't happen in yep. this movie. Came on our ass. But yeah. maybe on Tuesdays, be sure to suck and fuck the cool boys. Please. Then review the experience on Apple Podcasts. <gasps> to avoid supporting the cool boys, please donate to us on Patreon <laughs> at patreon.com slash cool boys podcast. Mm-hmm. Wait. Uh, want, want more great cool boy central content but with 100% more Jew <laughs> tune in to Batman and Beyond on Apple Podcasts Spotify and YouTube he better be careful Bill de Blasio is coming for them <laughs> oh no you know what I'm talking about right is is a uh, is, is, uh, public announcement like attention Jews you guys better cut it out it's like because like a hundred fucking Hasidic Jews had like a funeral in New York I don't understand how anyone with the phrasing of essential workers out there right now yes, and also and can then and then blast Jews as a whole cannot understand just saying, like, attention all Jews cut it out or we're gonna come for yeah, you cannot understand how important it is not to do that <laughs> not good optics thank you for listening stay Mexican cool boy nation you know what I always like to say. Until next time, it's Bizies from Jeff Loves Felk. I have to be so bad. I'll be right back. You can say your line. You are standing American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by. That was a good episode. I enjoyed the Star Wars edit a lot. It was. uh, Wait, wait, wait. I didn't. I haven't read my thing yet. You waited for me for that? Yeah. I did. So wait, you said everything you said, right? You needed to? Yeah. No. And that's Bizies from Jamie Loves Ballard. <laughs> Extraction. <laughs> Extraction! Tyler Rake and Jeff Stryker are Extraction. Who would you rather fuck real quick? Jeff Stryker 
or Chris Hemsworth? Jeff Stryker, I assume, would know more on how to please a man. And he's probably yeah. fucked men who have never fucked a man before. So he probably knows what he's doing. Chris Hemsworth, eh. But fuck, I have to take a page out of the Falcam book here and go with Chris Hemsworth because more people know Chris Hemsworth and I'd be more popular and more famous for fucking him than Jeff Stryker. Who are you going to tell? Everyone! Everyone! Get some cool boys! <laughs> <laughs> so serious.